0: Welcome to Parenting in Acadiana podcast, brought to you by Women's Foundation. Our goal is to provide you with quality information from local experts to support you in your parenting journey. Welcome to Parenting in Acadiana podcast. Today we have Bradley Cruz, he is an active advocate for health and wellness in Acadiana for many years now. So, Bradley, welcome.
1: Well, good morning. I appreciate you having me.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do in the community.
1: Well, the short version is uh, I'm a nurse by trade, so I've been in the healthcare field basically my entire life, uh, right out of high school. But more recently, work at Women's and Children's Hospital and directed children's services there. And that's really where I started focusing on the health and wellness population of a whole. And then fast forward in working with Women's Foundation, working with other community organizations to really help create a healthier environment here in Lafayette and all of Acadiana.
0: So why do you think health and wellness is important to families in Acadiana?
1: Well, it boils down to the quality of life for not only the parents, but the children and the family unit as a whole. And for generations, you know, here in Acadiana, we have many families that have two and three generations living in one household. Mm-hmm. And so it's extremely important that uh, all three generations have that same understanding of the information so that they can all lead that quality of life and impact the family as a whole to, to grow together as that family unit.
0: So where can families get resources on how to create a healthier lifestyle for themselves?
1: Probably most of us are walking around with a plethora of information in our pocket. So there's several apps that are out there, but online, MyPlate is one. It's a government site that has really all the information on the the five basic food groups and how can we create a grocery game plan and shopping smart to fill your cart. But there's foundations locally locally. Or programs, either in the school systems or outside the school systems. And then there's uh, community organizations.
0: So is MyPlate something free that they can access?
1: Absolutely. That's a government website that they can access for free, has a great deal of information, and several apps that they could download to help them when they're either cooking at home or shopping in the grocery store and things of that nature.
0: Does MyPlate include any tips about if they're on a budget, say, a low-income family, and they're only working with $20 a week for groceries, but they want to provide the vegetables and the fruit, are there any tips for them to get?
1: Yeah, certainly whether you go to MyPlate or Choose MyPlate or any of those types of websites, it boils down to the preparation and understanding. So starting off with creating a grocery list before you go and having that list and and sticking to that list as much as possible. And so understanding what I'm going to be cooking for the week um, Mm -hmm. and then having that grocery list ahead of time. I certainly understand that in today's uh, busy lifestyle or single parent families where moms are working two jobs and folks may not have the time to do that. So that's where that education and understanding comes in ahead of time of looking at the five basic food groups, knowing that I need five servings of fruits and vegetables a day, and how much water have we consumed, and staying away from sugary drinks, and Mm -hmm. all that basic information or knowledge parents can have. So when they're walking into the grocery store, that they have that game plan ahead of time, and they'll be more successful in sticking to healthier food options.
0: Great. So to my understanding You are one of the instructors for Women's Foundation's Kids on the Go program. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, it's a program where we're helping the families. So it's the children as well as the parents are guardians that are there with them and really giving them the education, the information, the tools to help them lead a healthier lifestyle. And the Kids on the Go program, we, we focus on three aspects. One is that behavioral health. So how do we set goals and individual or family goals? And how do we help them meet those goals and other personal aspects of their life? And then we have a nutritional component where it might range from how to read food labels and focus on the the calories but also the serving sizes and how many fruits and vegetables do I need to eat a day. And then we have the nutritional component where we introduce them to healthy food options and alternatives. And and one example, we we actually made some guacamole, fresh guacamole uh, from the avocados, and we purchased the avocados three for a dollar, and you can't even get a candy bar for that price. So folks have the misconception that it's expensive to eat healthy and it's really not and so we provide them those three components the behavioral health the nutritional and then we do the physical as a third aspect where we show them free physical activities that they can do at home whether it's jump rope and hopscotch getting back to the basic or stretch bands and how to do some exercises at chairs so they don't need a gym membership they don't need special equipment everything that we promote to them and discuss with them are basically free or low cost.
0: Now, where exactly do you have these workshops at? Are these free-to-families?
1: They're free-to-families. We do one component every month at Woman's Foundation, and so we do it in on-site for us once a month. And then we also have uh, where we do remotely kind of in the community where we go to community clinic uh, in Lafayette, St. Martinville, and New Iberia.
0: And how often are those workshops that are at the community centers?
1: So we have them here in Lafayette twice a month, and then once in St. Martinville and once in New Iberia. And those uh, patients are referred by their providers. And so they have that medical necessities and, and the parents come and we've seen extraordinary results. Children are losing 20 pounds in oh, wow. two to three Great. months. So it's really fantastic. And when you ask them what, how were they successful and they're saying it's just that knowledge, that awareness. And now they have the information to change those behaviors at home. And the parents are there with them, and the parents are, are there changing those behaviors. Because the parents are the ones mostly buying the, the food, the groceries. Mm-hmm. And so the parents are taking that information, going to the grocery store, making the healthier choices, staying away from the sweets and the fats and the uh, snack, and buying those healthier options, fruits and vegetables, and you know, grilling the chicken or the fish instead of frying it.
0: So not only is it a learning process for the kids but the parents as well they're learning how to buy the right groceries and wheat bread over white bread right yeah
1: and the whole grains and it's really neat to see they hear the stories of the children holding the parents accountable mm-hmm. when they're going into the grocery store and it's no mom we've got to buy the the whole wheat bread instead of the white bread and and they understand why and, and it's mm-hmm. not just um, quote unquote healthy we, we get into the why and, and have that good understanding and, and it's really fabulous to, to see the whole dynamics of the family changing and getting back to that family unit they're growing together healthy and, and that's going to lead to healthier lifestyles and healthier outcomes.
0: Do you find that the children are enjoying the healthy snacks that you guys are providing?
1: Absolutely. You know, some of them have never had guacamole or hummus, and and we're introducing those healthy options to them and explaining how to maybe prepare them. And it might be as simple as bell peppers. You know, we cook a lot with bell peppers, Mm -hmm. right? That's part of the holy trinity of uh, cooking. And so, but explain to them, let's cut it up and Mm -hmm. use that for a dip with our uh, hummus or how to make a a healthy dip. Instead of using mayonnaise with our ranch, it's using Greek yogurt Mm -hmm. and using that dressing. So just simple things. We stress that it's, you can't eat these foods. We stress it's not about not eating a certain food. It's how can we make those healthier choices? So steer away from fried, but you know, here's some healthier options. So Mm -hmm. I can still have my chicken, Mm -hmm. but it may not be fried. I'll still have my fish or shrimp, but it may not be fried. So it's not getting away from, the food that our culture loves to eat mm-hmm. forever, it's just how can we maybe make that a little bit healthier?
0: Right. And the misconception is eating healthy is just eating a salad, and it's not just about eating spinach or lettuce, right, as a meal.
1: Correct. Kale chips and seaweed and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, we, you know, we we provide them, whether it's the on-site class at Women's Foundation or when we're in the community, We're providing that education on how we can create healthier options, and again, it's just making those simple choices—from maybe going from fried potato chips to baked potato chips. Mm -hmm. I'm saving now on my sodium and my cholesterol, and and then portions. In South Louisiana, we've got bowl of Mm gumbo—that's probably like four or five serving size. So the rest of the country eats a little bit smaller, but it's that awareness and that understanding. Okay, well, got holidays coming up, and so grandma's going to be cooking that gumbo Mm -hmm. or the etouffee. Well, then now I know the healthy lifestyle has two components. It's not only healthy eating, it's physical activity. So I can still eat the great food that grandma's going to cook or mama's going to cook. But now I need to incorporate a little bit more physical activity because I know I'm going to go over serving sizes. Mm -hmm. I know I'm going to go indulge in maybe some of the sweets. So now I'm going to offset that with some increased physical activity
0: go for a walk, maybe before the gumbo or after the gumbo, right?
1: right. Before, during, and after, maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> so earlier you mentioned some basic health knowledge that parents should know. Can you explain a little bit about that?
1: Uh, certainly. So there's a little catchphrase that we use in our education. It's five two one o oh, and and you might see the billboards around Louisiana, but five stands for, Five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. That's the goal that families should shoot for. So when I'm looking at making my meal plan or going grocery shopping, I should have that in the back of my mind. My family needs five servings of fruits and vegetables today mm-hmm. um, or, or this for the rest of the week. And so preparing that shopping list ahead of time. And the two is two or less hours of screen time and that screen time is anything with a screen so it's a television it's an ipad an ipod it's the phone it's the games it's sitting in the car with the kids watching the the videos so limiting our screen time because that's sedentary lifestyle we're not moving Mm -hmm. there's a new catchphrase out that says that sitting is the new smoking so it has those same negative health impacts Mm -hmm so that's the two. The one is, what do we do with the extra time we have now that I'm not doing screen time? It's physical activity, one hour of physical activity a day. That's the gold standard. So if the... Children are in school. They should be getting 30 minutes a day. And if they're not, well, then they come home and they they get the other 30 or the 60 minutes. We're going to have holidays coming up. And so 60 minutes a day going outside and play or just chasing a dog or chasing a younger sibling around Mm -hmm. uh, or doing some yard work, getting outside and and, um, doing that physical activity. And in our program, we teach them some of those things that they don't. If you can't go outside, maybe it's not safe, or maybe it's bad weather, then how can we do that 60 minutes inside? Mm -hmm. And sure, it might be incorporated with the video game, playing some of those things, Um, but it's really simple. How can we do that one hour of physical activity a day? And the zero, of course, is the zero sugary drinks. And we talk about... Yes, water is the best option mm-hmm. for us, but we may want a little flavor on that. Okay, we can get our flavor packet that doesn't have the calories or the sugar uh, added to it, but we also read the food label. So mm-hmm. we teach that reading the food label, and we've got to look at the juices. Although it may say juicy juice or something on the outside, reading the food label and seeing does it contain the sugars.
0: The sugars,
1: yeah. yeah. So 5-2-1-0 uh, is a great way for us to remember how to lead a healthy lifestyle, and it's five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Two hours or less of screen time, one hour of physical activity, and zero sugary drinks. And, and that's an easy way to remember how do we lead a healthy lifestyle.
0: Exactly what is a sugary drink? Now, when I think sugary drink, I think Coke or sweet tea.
1: And, and that's what most people think. Uh, so, of course our best option is water, water, no calories, mm-hmm. no sugars. But but of course, the best option is water, eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day or 64 mm-hmm. ounces of water a day, minimally we should be consuming. But sugary drinks are not only the sodas that most people think of, and even diet sodas have many of the additives that we would want to stay away from. Mm-hmm. But sports drinks, if you're not an athlete burning calories every day and and sweating, and you may need that mineral replacement, really sports drinks, we really should stay away from Mm -hmm. and drinking the water to replenish our bodies. And the same thing with the energy drinks, Mm -hmm. they're loaded with sugar and loaded with calories. And so as we create that healthier lifestyle and lead that healthier lifestyle, then we'll just naturally stay away from those types of drinks. We love tea here in in the South. Mm -hmm. uh, But if we can just substitute. Our sweet tea for unsweetened tea, or even brew it at home, and so that we know it doesn't have a lot of additives in there. And then we can sweeten it in a sense with our lemon and mm-hmm. uh, use the natural sweeteners. Um, and if you want some flavoring in, in your water, best thing to do is just add some fruit. So mm-hmm. kills two birds with one stone. You'll get the serving of your fruit there mm-hmm. along with your water. You don't need a special infuser bottle and all those things. It's really simple. Put it in your pitcher, pour that out. But also really parents have to be aware of those juices, the juice boxes. That mm-hmm. its I understand it's quick and we're running late, going to grab a juice box. But if we get back to what we talked about earlier is that if we change our buying habits at the grocery store and we don't purchase those, then there's not a juice box for me to grab. Mm-hmm. So what else do I do? Well, then we'll start substituting some of the water that might be infused with the fruit. So putting it all together, reading those food labels looking at those juices and making sure that there are no sugars because sugar will hide the terminology of high fructose corn syrup, mm-hmm. you know, so fructose or sucrose or glucose, all that's another word for sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then corn syrup is not a natural sugar. So again, water and adding the flavoring to the water with fruits is the best way, but definitely staying away from those high sugary drinks.
0: Now, I know Kids on the Go, you mentioned there is the nutritional, behavioral, and physical activity aspects of the program. Now, what's the difference between exercise and physical activity? Because when I hear exercise, it sounds like I'm going to the gym. I have a gym membership, and I'm on the treadmill for 20 minutes. So how can families get healthier without having to exercise?
1: Yeah, And exercise is a negative word, it's work, right? Right. Uh, So we're trying to stay away from from that work. So leading the healthier lifestyle, one aspect is the healthy food options that we've talked about, and the other half is a physical activity. And, And you're right, exercise has a negative connotation, but we don't need a gym membership, we don't need special equipment, Physical activity is just that, being physical, being active. We want to increase our heart rate. So it might be as simple as walking the dog mm-hmm. up down a street or around the block. It could be playing in the yard, climbing a tree, jump rope, hopscotch, those simple games that generations have played. So playing sports outside, and it doesn't have to be a rec team, a couple of kids throwing the ball in, in the front yard or in, kicking the ball down the road. We don't need a gym. We don't need a a weight set. It's just doing the physical activity. Mm -hmm. It could be involved with uh, chores, raking the leaves, cutting the grass. Spring, we've had some beautiful weather here lately. uh, So it's just getting outside. And even when you go to work, taking your lunch and maybe walking around the work site, standing at times at your desk instead of sitting all the time. Maybe having a walking meeting or a conversation. Call If you're at work and you call your colleague and y'all just walk down the stairs and walk back up the stairs while you're talking. Or simply taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Mm-hmm. And so some of those simple changes that we can do to incorporate physical activity into our lives and then it's no longer a chore. But, but the key is finding something we enjoy uh, and then taking advantage of that. And the easiest is pets, taking them for a walk mm-hmm. and going outside, but uh, the kids playing outside. And you know, as your parent, get them to do something while they're out there mm-hmm. um, or help a neighbor uh, do some of those civic things. But it's just uh, being physically active. If the weather's bad outside, you can jump rope inside or jump rope in the garage or you might have that gaming console, then you'll do those physical activity games on the console as opposed to being outside. Or if you're in a neighborhood's not safe for you to do those outside activities and then we can do them inside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can do those stretches and physical activities on chairs instead mm-hmm. of a, you don't need a weight bench. You can do that on chairs, dips and push ups and sit-ups and all the major aspects of your body. Stretch bands are another great thing. It's just a stretch band that you can use. You can do it at your desk while you're working or in your work site. But at home, it's easy to do five, ten minutes a day, a couple times a day, and then I've hit my 30 minutes. Just thinking of those things that the family enjoys doing and then incorporating that into our day.
0: Good. So what is one thing you would like parents in Acadiana to take out of this episode?
1: That it's really family approach, that we as parents should be modeling the behavior that we're expecting of our children. And Mm -hmm. we would want the children to hold us accountable and say, Dad, why are you get to eat that fried food and, Mm -hmm. and I'm having to eat something else? Or you've got those unhealthy snacks, but we're eating these other things. So it really does take a family to create that healthy lifestyle and then lead that healthy lifestyle. It's not expensive. It's not work. How do we make it fun as a family? And know that as we incorporate these changes and improvements in our lifestyle, it's going to lead to a um, healthier and happy family unit and then the longevity of that family unit.
0: Well, thank you, Bradley, for your time and joining us today with Parenting in Acadiana podcast.
1: Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. More information can be found on our Facebook page, Healthy acadiana Parents can go there and get more information, get involved in creating a healthier Acadiana, one family at a time.